Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he will take it away. 77 yards for that chance touchdown. Welcome back to Shut Your Face. We're coming at you Tuesday, September the 14th. Just a couple days, two days since... The Washington football team lost their first game of the season to the Los Angeles Chargers. Sorry for the delay in getting this podcast out. We tried to get together on Monday evening but had some technical difficulties. We are committed to be able to get on the air as soon as possible after the games. Um, But getting it out on Tuesday evening. So we've had a couple days to digest and see what that disappointing loss was all about from the Washington football team week one, uh, a game that we all predicted on this panel that the Washington football team was going to win, fans in the stands and everything. So we're going to talk a little bit about that game and then dive into how we think the rest of the season is going to play out because we got a new quarterback under center in just two weeks. (laughs) So we got everybody here today. Some, some what's up? What up, DMV? No. How's it going? And I'm your host, B. Samuel, as always. This is the 2021 regular season of the Washington football team, the last year for the Washington football team by this name, and it didn't start off too hot at all. So, some I'm going to start with you. Um, just we'll go around and do our takeaways from the game, but I just want to start with you. Um, reaction to that game, what is your biggest takeaway? Well, well, for me, the biggest takeaway was our was our defense just not showing up for the majority of the game. Yes, we we did show flashes. I thought in the second half, with that strip, um, with with that strip uh, uh, strip sack. Well, not a, not the strip sack, but the strip fumble of of um, Justin Herbert in the end zone, which which resulted in a touchback. And then the William Jackson pick, that, uh, which we eventually gave the ball right back to him. But for the most part, B, I think we, we touched on this yesterday before our technical difficulties. Um, uh, we, were, we just came out flat as a team, and our, our strength was, not exist, was non-existent yesterday in our defense. Which was Um, the defense, yeah. I mean, there's no denying that, I don't think, that the defense did not play up to expectation. mm -hmm. Um, Now, what my issue with with the whole conversation around the defense is, I think it's just that, that we expected this defense to be top three defense in the NFL. Not only that, but just straight-out dominant, right? And, right. and I don't think that coming out of this game that we can say confidently that they're not going to be that. I'm not saying that. All mm-hmm. I'm saying is we didn't get off to a good start. Yeah, there's no doubt we didn't get we off. All, to... We all expected a lot more from our defense. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, son. I mean, like like what B was saying yesterday. Yes, we did hold them to to a thirteen points essentially, but if you look deeper into the game, they dominated time of possession. Four, they yeah. converted on fourteen third downs in that fourth quarter when when we had a chance to take the lead uh, down twenty to sixteen with six plus minutes left. We didn't get the the ball back. They converted on yeah. they converted on a third and sixteen. Then a third and seven and a third and something else. Because I was watching the highlights again, just to recap mm-hmm. that last drive. We we that, couldn't stop that, them. We looked confused. That last drive was <clears throat> was incredibly embarrassing. I mean, for our defense, I mean, just the entire game. I, I disagree with you, B, on this. Like our our defense just played so underwhelmingly and just just terribly. I based on the talent that we have. I understand in the middle of the field, yeah, linebackers are suspect. But outside of that, our front four should not have gotten manhandled the way we did. Rashawn Slater just manhandled Chase Young. That should not be happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say just, manhandled. You know, need some time. He got manhandled. He man. did not he, get he manhandled. Was, he was very he was, quiet. He, was, very he could quiet. not get any pressure except maybe once or twice on Justin Herbert. And for the reigning defensive uh uh, NFL defensive um, player of the year rookie, last year. Yeah. There's rookie, no way that should be happening. I mean, and the number two overall pick, his expectations, what we saw from him last year, it it didn't translate into week one of this year. So I mean, you know, it's just it's just week one. That's the that's the bright side. It's just week one. It's the positive here. And the fact that we gave up 13, 14 third downs for first down conversions, that's not okay. I mean that. Right. That's that's that should not happen for the type of secondary that we have, and for the type of pass rush that we supposedly have. What we had last year, Justin Herbert had all day to throw. He was he was getting the ball out quickly, which is what we touched on yesterday before. Right. That, but um, it it just it just was not a good showing by the by the defense. Even though we gave up 13 points, I do think that we got a lot of breaks. Four, third and one, fourth and one, false starts, kind of missed by the uh, the refs. We got a couple breaks that allowed us to um, stay in the game more than we should have, and it just it was just it was just embarrassing. I will and- say, you know, Brian Fitzpat losing Fitzpatrick for what's looking like the entire season now is you know is the biggest downfall coming out of this game. But you know, uh, defensively was not impressed was not impressed and and just let me add this uh before you go our secondary our corners for the most part they were getting lit up the only we one i would say is no william answer. jackson did a decent job william jackson got beat for a couple of first downs yeah maybe one he, or two but he made that pick and and i disagree with you on this b you like the physical handsy play of him mm-hmm. that to me results in a lack of foot speed and the lack of lateral movement. That's why he has to play with his hands so much, right? What do you mean hands? I mean, how He's, would you how would you say a good cornerback plays? Like, how do you think Jalen Ramsey plays? Well, I haven't watched too much too much tape of Jalen Ramsey. He's the best corner I, in the league, right? Right, he is the best corner in the league. And what does but, he do best? He stays physical. He stays on top of of wide receivers. Like the best man to man corners in the league. They stick to you like white on rice. And William Jackson did that 
quite a bit in this game. It's just it just was so amazing the kind of back shoulder completions, like the well, Mike well, that, Williams that's completion. On him, that, Not that's really. On the no, sometimes you can just get beat. Like that's the game. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes like sometimes just throws a perfect ball. If he throws a perfect ball, yeah, there's nothing really perfect uh, ball. Any perfect timing. Amazing defense is going to do to that. Exactly. And, and I it, thought. If you think our second our corners played well, I do. Come on, I hundred percent do. I think Benjamin Saint Juice was targeted quite a bit. I yeah, think they yeah. had some he lapses. I think mm-hmm. almost every Jared Cook completion, and they had a couple. Like I almost remember three third downs that were um, big third down completions to Jared Cook, mm-hmm. and it looked like he was kind of wide open on all of them. There were lapses, and and even Ron Rivera talked about it. Like guys were just in the wrong place, and that could be coaching. That could be just um, guys adjusting to the first game. Um, but they're playing the same defense as of, as last year. I mean, it's There's the same defense, but to. it's but it's different players. I mean, Benjamin St. Juice is a rookie. William Jackson, first year in the in the system. Landon Collins, Brian McCann, like the whole secondary. What? There's only one Jamie guy Davis. that's the same. Well, Jamie Davis is a linebacker. I'm talking about our secondary. No, the secondary, only one guy is the same. Kendall Kendall Fuller didn't have a good game either. He got beat a lot. Yeah. Cameron Curl had a good game. I mean, Cameron Curl only played 50% of the snaps. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Based on what I was seeing, I I thought Bobby McCain got a lot of uh, playing time over Landon Collins. No. Did you all notice that? No, it was was interesting because who who was the slot corner to start the game? It was Bobby McCann. Like Bobby it, McCain was a slot corner. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. played slot corner before, right? Why didn't we put Kendall in the slot? Well, that's because, the like, thing. We need I, him think on the outside. I think they're. I think they're interchanging it. I think they're Saint just... Juice and William Jackson. Not Saint Juice, man. Not as a rookie to start him like that. I mean, he played a lot of. The snaps, argument though. is he that did. outside corner may be less important than inside nickel in this yeah. NFL because the ball comes Sometimes, out so yeah. quickly. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what they did. It seemed like St. Juice was on the outside. And and he did get picked on. But, I mean, it's his first game. And I think he did have a couple good plays, too. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the secondary <laughs> held up. I think there were some definite lapses, for sure. Yeah. There were, I mean, 14 third-down conversions. Of course yeah. you're going to get a couple of those on the corners. All of them were pretty much on the corners. No, they were not. 100% not. Uh, linebackers okay, missed a Did, bunch. Say what? Linebackers missed a bunch. I mean, that third and sixteen. Of, of course, third it's not just was that a soft zone. But that was John Bostic. That was John Bostic. He he was just backpedaling to no man's land. Like that was that was embarrassing. And there were a few others, no doubt about it. But I'm telling you, man, I I think these corners. Played a pretty decent game despite the the movement of the ball. I think they moved, they marched down the field, sure, and I am encouraged by not giving up points. It's not like they missed field goals and left points on the board. We had two red zone turnovers, one that was completely legit with William Jackson's interception, and then one that was like, that's, I mean, sure, that may be an incomplete pass, but that it was, was still a, pressure. That was just a... Yeah, but that was just a ref with with the bad call. I don't know how they they missed that call. His yeah. his arm was clearly going forward. Uh, I thought so too. Now now could that ball have been picked off? Sure. I think if Holcomb had maybe seen it sooner, a little bit sooner, 
he could have made a play on the ball because he was so fixated on the on the uh, wide receiver that he didn't turn around in time or he didn't notice in time. But uh, I don't know. Good thing is we, we have our next game Thursday. And <laughs> when you play like crap in, in front of your home crowd week one, you are, you are biting at the bit to, to, to play as soon as possible. And we have a second chance to redeem ourselves in front of our home crowd. Right. So would, let me go to no, yeah. Um, yeah. unless you had a comment on the on the no, defense. No. But yeah, takeaway-wise, I know you had mentioned uh, Taylor Heineke getting in the game, but is your big takeaway from the game also defense, or is it something else? Yeah. I mean, I think that the two big highlights were defense and the loss of Ryan Fitzpatrick for – an extended period of time um uh, offensively we we really couldn't get anything going i mean uh, it just neither neither um fitzpatrick and the what three series he had um and you know uh heineke you know definitely helps uh, helps with the uh he helped he helped move the ball a bit definitely and he was in, he was integrating more of uh you know, like, uh, I don't know why we didn't use uh, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas at all in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't. It was just all three and outs, three and outs for the most part. No, we didn't have and any three. And I think the turning point in the game for me out. was definitely, obviously, the fumble by uh, um, well, Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Well, actually, it, it wasn't a three and out because we scored on our first possession. It was a field goal. No, no. We got a three and out in our first possession. Or yeah. was it the second one? It was the second, it was the second Yeah, yeah, second, second, yeah. second possession. We, we cut it yeah. to seven to three. But, I mean, overall, we just were not. We just didn't look. We just didn't look very good offensively or defensively, let's be real. And we had we got a couple breaks, and that's the reason why. I mean, our defense did make a couple plays, but um, overall, I just thought we got a couple breaks, and that's why the, the game seemed closer than it should have been. Um but I think moving forward now, we'll have to see. It's going to be the the Taylor Heineke show. Let's and go, baby. Let's like go. I will say is that <laughs> he is super athletic. You know, he has good pocket presence. But we'll have to see whether, you know, how durable he's going to be and whether or not he's going to be able to read defenses as well. The, the issue now comes when he's going to have a couple games under his belt. Opposing defenses will have film on him. Mm-hmm. So now that's going to affect, you know, they're going to know his tendencies. They're going to know where he likes to go with the ball, what he likes to do. Um, and they're going to be able to um, start surprising him, throwing things that he's never seen before. So his adjustments and how he'll do, you know, after weeks two, three, four, that'll really determine how um, how good he's going to be. But I'm excited. I will say, you know, I'm excited for him to see what he can do. He brings a spark to our team and to our offense for sure. So let's see. Let's see what we can do. I definitely think we have we have we should be beating the uh, Giants on Thursday night. That's for sure. Mm. And I think, and I think that our team responds to him too. Like players like him. Chase Young loves that dude. Uh, I know that's the main thing. Right? Chase yeah. Young loves that dude. And the key. <laughs> did you did you hear what uh, what he said to Chase Young during the which game was it the was it the Carolina game last year? So like Chase Young goes up to him, and he like this is in the middle of the of the huddle. He says. Heineke, are you good? Are you feeling good? He just looked him straight in, straight in the eye, dead, dead in the eye, and said, "I got this. I do what I do." Yeah. And he did. I mean, players will respond to that if you back it up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think 
I feel very good about him going forward. I do. I know that he's he's a journeyman. He's been he's been he's been bounced around the league. He's not a big name. He's undersized. Yeah, yeah, but he can play, and he's athletic, and he's a competitive gamer. I'm okay, telling so you. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it one <laughs> one by one. All right. Here's the thing. Gamer. Here's the thing we'll talk about. I know from the beginning, anyone that listened to this podcast knows that you're a Taylor Heineke um, fanboy for sure. And Nil That's and right. I were not necessarily Fitzpatrick fanboys, but we thought that he gave us the better chance to win. Um, and for me, it's mainly because he, we know what we're getting out of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's coming off of two of his best years of his career. That's kind of, uh, you can't deny that, that Fitzpatrick is coming off two of his best years of his career. No doubt? Yeah, this is what of I'm course, saying. statistically, yeah, that's I mean, not statistically, sure. just, sure. not just statistically, but just eye tests and everything. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have confidence in that because he played more football. Now, let me give you the couple things on Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. Undersized. Are you worried about that? No, I'm I am. Not. I'm not actually. You're you're not yeah. worried about that. Why so? No. Because he's athletic. So if if he can't see see above above a defensive line, right, and and like a play breaks down, he can use his wheels. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I'm not really. Um, that's why I'm it's not. Just, too... It's just a higher likelihood that you know a hit or two can can really potentially mess him up. Sure, health wise. Okay. Yeah. So, but that was going to be my next thing. I mean, because health we can talk about, and sure, your size may be may play into that a little bit. Yeah. But I'm just talking about healthy but undersized. We that's having an fine. issue with that. I mean, of of course you would like him to be what six three, six four, but he's not. How tall is he? What six one? Six one max. I don't. He looks think. like a, he looks, he looks like, like a small, small six one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did put on a little weight. I mean, he's two hundred and fourteen yeah. pounds, which is not bad, and he worked on that in the off season. But I kind of agree with you. I mean, look, Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Of course, Kyler is just special. I mean, the the highlights of that game one is ridiculous. But Russell Wilson has been nothing but the um, epitome of health Undersized. from a quarterback for the last ye- few years. I mean, has the man even missed a game in his career? I don't even know. I don't know. Um, so Russell Wilson undersized at 5'11", Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Um, like, I think the list goes on in terms of quarterbacks that are not your typical 6'4", 6'5", quarterbacks. And, and athleticism matters, I think. So I'm with you on that. If you're that. undersized, it does, I think, right. which he has. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not concerned about that. What What is concerning to me is his history with injuries. Mm-hmm. The man was drafted when? 2000 and – no, I'm sorry. He wasn't even drafted. He was undrafted um, well, he wasn't. to the Minnesota Vikings. He came out Vikings. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Undrafted 2015. Um, this is his first regular season start for the Washington football team. And yeah. he started one game prior with the Carolina Panthers, right? Regular season wise. So this is his third regular season start of his career coming up against the Giants. Hey, that's okay. And it's that not like okay. all it's not like he was just a journeyman, right? He got injured every single place he went. Like the Minnesota Vikings cut him uh, because he was I- injured. He cut his foot at a, in a door or something like that. He had a concussion <laughs> in Carolina. He had the sprained AC joint in the um, 
in the Tampa Bay game that uh, took him out and he got back in. Like, which which he bowled in that Tampa. Which Bay he game. bowled and 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 we bowled. do need to talk about like he was bowled he, he bowled injured like. <laughs> That's that's he wild. gave that defense the most work in that in their playoff run. Right. It, but given this history of injuries, that doesn't make you nervous? It does. It does. I mean, I'm not going to say that it doesn't. Um, but what I'm saying is barring health, uh, I mean, if he can stay upright, I, I think to me, I think he's a better quarterback than Fitzpatrick in this system. In this system. Okay, and I and I and don't. You know, and you know what, B? Yeah. And, and you know what? There were some reports in training camp. He was out playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I he saw reports the other way though too. Both of these guys were throwing picks left and right in training camp. Yeah, both but, of them. But I think the thing on Taylor is that he's just a gamer, man. He does not get phased at all. You you can see that. Like he is just stone cold. Yeah, and that's he is the, and that's not just a thing, right? I mean, he went to ODU, local guy, um, mm-hmm. Old Dominion University, so he's gonna have the a couple fans sprinkled in in FedEx Field that are ODU truthers, mm-hmm. um, and he had twelve comeback wins in Old Dominion. Like they had the confidence in him to bring them back in so many different games. That's right. that's a sign of a, of a guy that uh, like never gets phased by the moment. Yeah. Um, and I like that for sure. So so the health is my main concern. And, and you mentioned the system, right? It's, who was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota when he was brought in? It was Scott no, Turner. Turner. It was Scott Turner. Scott. Oh, was it Scott Turner? Yeah. Look, some guys are great system guys. I mean, or look, he has yet to prove that, but some, some players just thrive in the system. Right? right, and I think that he has the potential to do that with with Scott Turner. Yeah, and then He's, followed him to Carolina, right? Right, because he even said it in in today's press conference. Scott knows what I like to do and what I don't like to do, and he plays to his strengths. And that's what you're. That's that's the that's the true mark of a great OC or a great head coach is that you play to your players' strengths, not only implementing your system. You, right. you have to see what, what fits, I mean, what personnel you have around you that will bring out the best in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a little encouraged by, I mean, I have hope <laughs> because every time he's played, he's played well. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Every time yeah. he's played, he's played well, including this game. I mean, he wasn't yeah. lights out because – while he was in, Antonio Gibson was getting six-yard runs like almost every single time. And that's why I kind of disagree with Nil. In our offense, it's not like we were just three and outs, right? I think we only had one three and out um, other than the substitution, like when, when Fitzpatrick got hurt and and uh, Heineke got in and just throw through those two. Not, not necessarily three and outs, but we weren't doing enough to put points on the board. Yeah, I mean... No, the but, thing is, but it was, did, a, it was not like it's not like I mean I thought Joey Bosa. It's not like their defense is anything to write home about, you know. Yeah, I mean the thing That's is the though, thing. they like, just we, we should have moved the ball a little bit more than I thought. We I mean, move right. it to the point where we could at least you know put points on the board with uh, field goals. I mean Dustin Hopkins did miss of what a fifty-four yarder 51, or something. Yeah. Fifty-one yarder. 
But, uh, you know, outside of that, I was just like, I felt we could have done a little bit. But, but look, I, I, Fitzpatrick going out, Taylor Heineke coming in a little cold. Now he'll have, you know, uh, you know, on short rest, but short, um, short practice days. But he's playing against a team. This is let, let's be real, guys. This is a must win game. If we want our season to be 100%. alive and to continue, it's a it's a 100% must win game. We go down 0 2, preseason's pretty much done. I would have to agree with that because our next game is going to be at Buffalo. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we and this so game is at New York, right? No, it's no, here. No, no, it's here. No, it's, it's here. Yeah. It's here. That. So I mean, we have to take this game. Okay. Yeah. And and just to like touch on Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he only passed for 13 yards. Okay. In three possessions, in three possessions, he mustered a first down and a second and short, or a second and seven, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's what he mustered. Okay. What do you mean in three possessions? He mustered a. He had th- he had a first down, and a second and seven, pretty much. He passed for three yards. Oh yeah 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 right right uh huh. See 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 what I'm saying is that is. Now, you can chalk it up to him adjusting to the system, this, that, and, you know, uh, new new personnel that he's playing with. Uh, but if you, if, you, if you remember his our first possession, he almost threw a pick. Do you remember that? To the sideline? Yeah, to, uh, to McLaurin. I've, yeah, but that could have been picked. Right. Right? And then in this. But that, this, was, that was a penalty, though. It was a legal not, hands to the face, I think, that penalty. So it would have gotten negated regardless. No, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is it was a bad throw. You're talking yeah. about the, you're he, talking about the third down? Lucky on it, the, third the defender down to, pulled uh, Terry McLaurin, which slowed him up. Was it the hands to the face by the corner? Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. what are you talking by... about? You're talking about the third down to Deami Brown that got incomplete. Derwin James was on coverage. Oh, first no, possession the, the, the crazy cast that McLaurin had. The crazy no, cast. No, no, he's talking about the first possession of the game. First possession. First, um, yeah. yeah, where we went three and out. Ryan got outside of the right tackle. Yeah. He, he kind of uh-huh. scrambled, and then he was throwing to his right, through to the sideline to Deami Brown and oh, Derwin James. The first possession for no, Taylor it, Heineke. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Of course, of course, that was, that was, that was. Yeah, obvious. yeah. Then, then, yeah. I think it was to Deami Brown, the very first yeah, yeah, possession. Yeah. That was yeah. not. That was not. It should have been picked. That would have been an amazing play by Derwin James because he was trailing Deami. It's not like it just went straight through yeah, his hands. Yeah, the ball didn't go straight to Deami uh, though. No, it, it was in it, the mix of both of them. Like I don't right, think Derwin. Exactly. That's he, what I say. No, but it's not like it wasn't. It, it would have been an amazing play by Derwin to catch that. Yeah. To to play on the ball, yeah, but I don't I don't think that that would be. I mean, Fitzpatrick would have gotten obliterated because the rush came immediately and he just got outside of the pocket, yeah. um, which was which was good. And and let's be honest, like Neil mentions the pass to Terry McLaurin. Let's all agree that that was luck in terms of oh, it yeah. getting 100%. there. Like Terry Terry McLaurin, yeah, yeah. Terry McLaurin yeah. bringing it in is amazing. Like I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> to get in to catch that ball and stay in bounds, sure, but that should be picked, right? Yeah, but see, but even well, if it was even picked, the defender, no, though, even I if know. the defender caught that ball, who knows if he would have gotten both feet in bounds? Yeah, he he landed out of bounds. No, I know. I'm just saying, and there's a penalty, well, pick. and and there's a penalty a on that play anyway. So it's a smart play for Taylor Heineke to throw that ball there. So I no, get all of that, but I'm saying that's a 34 
yard pass that goes into Taylor Heineke's stats, right? What did he have? 122 yards passing. So yeah, take right. 34 yards out of that equation. Uh, okay, but then you could say that about any. Yeah, any I don't. I don't like to do that. Though. No, but, but, but if you how take come? This out, if you add, no, if but you how come you're not? Someone. But how come you're not giving Ryan Fitzpatrick the deep ball pass then? Because we ended up because moving. Because he completed. Well, that's my point exactly. Because he threw the ball downfield to a place that it could have been completed had there not been a penalty. Like if Diami just like runs under and actually has the ability to go get that ball, maybe it gets completed thought, and he gets the stats for it. I thought that ball was uh, slightly underthrown. Yeah, it looked like Diami it. had to slow up to the ball. It's not like he was he was trying to r- r- run underneath it. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he double clutched that pass too. It wasn't a perfect throw, but I'm just saying. It's not like Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't move the ball downfield. Like, we got a field goal on that play. We got a field goal on his third possession, too. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. It was 7-6 to six when he was out of the game on our fourth possession. It was 10-6. to six. Wasn't it 10-6? to six? No, I think it was 7-6. to six. No, I think 10. I think something's right. I think it was 10. No, it was 7-6. to six. And, and it was the very seven. next, after we got, yeah, it was 7-6. to Oh, six. then they gave up the... Touchdown, right? No, they got a field goal to go ten to six, and then Fitzpatrick on the next drive throws to the sideline to um, McKissick gets hurt, and then we punt. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking at the play by play. Okay. Yeah, it was seven to six. So we started three and out punt. They punted three and out. We went field goal. They went punt. We went field goal, and then um, they went field goal. So then it was ten and six, and then on the fourth possession, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean, and and you look back on those Taylor Heineke plays, like the the throws that he made. How many stick out in your mind? There were three that were solid for uh, me. They were. I thought he. But everything else was Antonio Gibson, man. It was the Antonio Gibson show, and uh, and. And a little bit, like maybe five yard passes. Otherwise, no man. Three no. passes. Uh, name a pass that was outside of these. The Cam Sims throw. Cam Sims on, was only on two plays in the whole game, which was amazing to me. Deami Brown played ninety percent of the snaps. I kind of like that though. I kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, this I just, can, I just okay has... Deami Brown. He's he's showing he's showing something. Yeah. He's a he's a decent route runner and he has good hands. So I'm okay I, with him being like the number two right now with Curtis Samuel out. Yeah, I mean the only thing is Cam Sims and Taylor Heineke seem to have a little bit of a connection last year. That's yeah. the only thing I'll say, where it may be, may be worth it. And um, and the Logan Thomas touchdown, beautiful. What, what a cat! What a throw! I mean that's the play right throw. after the. Pass interference, just go for the the jugular. I love that. And uh, the Terry McLaurin shovel pass. What a a gamer. What a play. First and 20, you get 17 yards with a a little, uh, you're faking like you're going to run and then come back to the line of scrimmage and shovel it. That's beautiful. That's backyard football. He got the yeah. Favre in him. I mean, that's what Brett Favre. That's the thing. Done. One thing about Heineke, he does find ways to improvise and yeah. make play out of when something is not there. I will give him that definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, his iconic play is going to be that Tampa Bay pylon that touchdown. Like, I still, 
that is that play was one of the best plays I have ever seen. That was amazing. That was amazing. I mean, to do that, to jump from the, to die from the four yard line, who does yeah. that? You have to be like a freakish athlete to do something like that. He's not and the biggest. He's not the fastest. Not he's not the strongest, but what just that's just freak athletic ability. And I know we're a couple of days removed from it, but can you can you think of a pass other than those three? Did you say the Logan Thomas touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. The Cam Sims um middle of the field throw, the Logan Thomas touchdown, and the Terry McLaurin shovel pass. That's okay. what I'm saying. It's like I'm everything not... else was just right at the line of scrimmage. They had a couple screens. Antonio Gibson was making people miss on on some um, some uh, throws underneath. Mm-hmm. But but B, I mean, like you have to admit this though. When when Taylor Heineke plays, comes in and plays, he is extremely decisive with the ball. He's not playing his way into the game. He's not adjusting. He's he just feels extremely comfortable in this system, and this is this is the third straight. This is the third game, so we have to start saying this is not a fluke. If it's happened for the third game that he's played, the first one was the Carolina game last year. He it was a totally different offense as soon as he got in in, in the game, mm-hmm. completely different. Then against the eventual Super Bowl champions, he was keeping him in in the game. Oh yeah, it was it was the Heineke show for sure. And and then and then today and then this this past week, he just moves. He just knows what he's doing in the system. I'm not saying he's our franchise quarterback or whatever the case may be, but until we get him, until we get our guy in the draft, or if we make a trade for a young QB that we think can blossom into one, he's a great. I think he's a great option, barring health. What I'll say about it is I think there is absolutely no reason to go get Cam Newton. I don't think there is any reason to go get any quarterback right now with Taylor Heineke healthy and playing. Like, even if he doesn't have a good game in his first start on short rest, first regular season start for the Washington football team on short rest with a team that offensively is not the same team that he played with against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? It's not like you're just saying, well... He had a start in, what was that, January of this past year, so he should be able to just pick up where he left off. Even if he's not amazing against the New York Giants, I'm still rolling with Heineke on uh, long rest going into Buffalo. Okay, let let me ask you both this question, okay? Suppose he starts to struggle. As, as you were saying, no, in weeks, whatever, four, five, and six, you know, when when teams get game tape on him and he starts, if he, if he starts to struggle then, right? Then you bring in Cam? No, you, you, Kyle Allen's going to be your starter. You would take Kyle Allen, no uh, Kyle Allen over I'm not Cam taking Newton. Kyle Allen over Cam Newton, no way. Yeah, I would. But I'm serious? saying uh, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I, I would do the no, same, no. but regardless, I'm asking uh, you, Ron Rivera, should, Scott Turner, they brought in Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen in for a reason. There's a reason Kyle Allen was traded for by Ron Rivera. He knows the system. He trusts him. It's going to be either Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen. There's no one else that's coming in unless it's like some crazy trade or something for some other quarterback. But no, but, we're not but, bringing in Cam. Cam, that ship has sailed. Rivera is done with <clears throat> done with Cam. There's no way Cam Newton 
is going to be a Washington football team member anytime. While Ron Rivera is the head coach, I can guarantee you that. And and I may agree with you that it's not going to happen. My thing is, would you do it? Right, that was the question. No, I wouldn't. I personally, I think Cam is done. That's just my personal opinion. I don't so, think. So hold up, hold up. So, so what you're saying, what you're saying, Nil is, what you're saying, Nil is, Kyle Allen is a better quarterback than Cam Newton right now. I, I would venture to say, yeah. In this oh, system, in this oh system I would take in this system, I would take a Kyle Allen over a Cam Newton. Oh my god! I would. I Who would. I don't. I think that? Cam is done. Cam no is done. No way, man. What makes you Look, think that? I mean, it's not like he was terrible last year. With he, he was with, throwing balls in the dirt left and right last I year. I mean, that comes to mind. But he was also dominating football games. That Seattle game. Like, how many quarterbacks yeah, can games. do that? And who yeah, was he playing think with? Of, think you about tell this. me why the, probably the greatest coach of all time passed up on Cam. Because they had, because this guy was out playing. I mean, they got a rookie that they felt so really you think good Mac about. Mac Jones is better than Cam Newton? Maybe not. I don't yeah. think so. No, I do not right now. But I think that Mac Jones oh. is more of a future for them, so might as well put him in. I and believe. Why? I believe. Why can't he sit one year behind Cam and he's still I, your? You know. I mean, how long have we been on podcast together where you know I believe that if you have a guy, you play him immediately. There's no sitting for me. Well, what if what if he's even better after he sits for a year? Then no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, struggles. That's the thing. I'm not of the belief that that's ever the best course of action. I mean, I think it's I think it's a give and take. In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for what, three years. Three years. Happen. Patrick Mahomes. One year. Patrick yeah. Mahomes yeah. You're gonna bring year. up the certain situations. The the two big ones for sure. Right. That doesn't Winston mean. Winston sat a behind Drew Brees, and look at him now. And look at him now, <laughs> throwing five touchdowns. <laughs> but, but no, come on, man. You really just said that. In this Think system, of, I would trust Kyle Allen. This is Cam's system. This this, is I know, Cam's exactly. System. This is the system. But I'm saying, and considering the decline in Cam's play. The decline was him getting COVID last year. Uh, you know what? I was, I was hating on Cam. Okay, you, tell me, you tell me. There are 32 teams in the NFL. Yeah. You're telling me there's not a single team that's like, let me take a, a chance on Cam Newton, just even as a backup. You're telling me every single coach thinks their backup is worse than Cam Newton? I mean, did you hear Cam talk about it on that interview? He's 100% right when he says, you bring in Cam Newton and there's a pressure on the starting quarterback. Like, you can't just bring Cam Newton with his personality, with everything that he brings um, to an organization as a backup, but, but so the, that's what he's running on. into, and that's hundred yeah, percent the I, the person of Cam uh, essentially Newton. Essentially, you can if he can play or not. Who cares? You think, you think mean, Cam Newton's better than Sam Darnold? Of course, yeah, I, I think he's better than Sam Darnold. Huh? I think of course he's better than Sam Darnold. Does Sam Darnold yeah. have more potential long term? Yeah. You think he's better than Sam? You think Sam Darnold is better than Cam I Newton? I don't think so. Uh, I, I'm saying, why don't you think like a team like the Carolina Panthers wouldn't take a chance on Cam over Sam because Darnold? He had, because they have a future in Sam. They, they think they have the future in Sam Darnold. He's a 23-year-old right. kid. Yeah, you got to consider teams that are not trying to win right now. Like, why would the Houston Texans bring in, bring in Cam Newton? Yeah, he's better than Tyrod Taylor, but it's not like they're trying to win right now. So Why would they be trying to win right now? Houston. Houston's a they won week one. They beat the Jags. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. They beat not, the Jags exactly. A team that wants to win right now and needs a quarterback. It's very rare, and the Washington Football Team is one of them. 
if 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 Heine struggles, I hope, I hope that Rivera has some common sense and say and and just says, hey, look, this guy I've won with him before. He's been now. Am I saying he's the same MVP player that he was six years ago? No, I'm not saying that. But I think put put give him a, give him a a good situation, put him on a good team with a familiar face. I think he can still do damage. Yeah. I think he can still do damage. I completely agree. I mean, I and I and, and you know what? I, I was hating on him last year too. I was, I was saying the same thing. He's done eight touchdowns, ten picks, or or whatever the case may be. But he rushed for how many touchdowns? Twelve. Yeah, he rushed for twelve touchdowns last year. Yes, he rushed for twelve touchdowns, and he passed for eight. And and I don't know why rushing touchdowns as a quarterback is not added to their season total. That to me doesn't makes no sense to me. What do you mean it's not added? I mean it is added. It's no, but it's not. It's not added to their total touchdown. They just say that he that he had thirty eight touchdowns, twelve picks, but they don't oh, add uh, passing. It's it's its own carry. It's passing touchdowns, and then there's rushing touchdowns. But yeah. if you score a touchdown, you score a touchdown. If you're passing it or if you're running it, that should be added. Uh, no, to there you. is there is a total touchdowns column. Yeah, but I guess he's saying when you're talking about stats with Cam, like when you put up a graphic. Make sure you or mention everything. Yeah. Make sure you mention everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I sure. agree with that. He, he rushed for twelve touchdowns. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, the, the he had no off season, no off season. He got COVID. Right. Well, either way, Rivera's not going to do it. That's the but bottom line. Regardless, so there's no point in. I don't know. I mean, you listen to his comments about when they asked him, "Are you done at the quarterback position after bringing in that Kyle Shermer, Pat Shermer son, on the practice squad?" And he said, "We're we're going with the guys that we have for now." Like, and and they they have been behind Taylor Heineke all throughout. I mean, in in social media yeah, and what they're true. saying, Ty- Taylor Heineke is getting the shot as the quarterback one going forward, period. Like, even if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back, if Taylor Heineke plays well, it's Taylor Heineke's show. Yeah, but I think sure. I think under for some sure. scenario, you're talking week four, week five, and Taylor Heineke's been subpar. I think guaranteed if he's injured, Cam, you have to go Cam. If he's subpar and not playing well, Week four, week five. I don't see why you don't at least bring Cam in and let him I let him sit a little I bit and, and get I him agree. in. He will not have to adjust to the system at all. This Listen, is the system. We need to be we need to be five hundred going into the last five games of the season. That's all. Because our our division games are the last five games of the entire season. If we're last five games, I don't know. Last five. Other than six. No, because we play the Giants this week, right? We play the Giants on Thursday. Yeah, and then we don't play the Giants again until the last, the last... five games of the season. And then we play Philly twice and Dallas twice. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Okay. Let, let me double check that real quick. Anyway, go ahead, B. Yeah. So the so just five hundred into the last five games of the season and beat the division. Excuse me. Like that's what we need to do. So it's like. Yeah, we do need to win this game. I do believe this Thursday game is huge in terms of momentum going forward. You don't want to get too down on yourself being 0-2. I get that. Um, but w- I think it's a pretty favorable position with the with the end of the year. 
because we can control our own destiny if we're just 500. Yeah, but so so what you're saying is we're gonna run the table those last five games. Is that what you're that saying? That gives us a shot, exactly. With a rare shot. Be, yeah, I mean, look at the Cowboys. It gives I mean, us that shot, but and that's, it's that's highly what, unlikely we're going to run the table against. But that's what I mean is like we can we, we be bad. twice. Like if we're subpar, it's not like we have to throw in the towel and, no, and no, don't no. consider getting Cam. And then throw on top of that Cam Newton on a one-year contract. Yeah, You're not committed salary. to him yeah. next year. And if he plays well and signs with another team next year, then you've found yourself in a situation of a potential comp pick going forward in two years from now. Like, I feel like that's what good teams do. Um, it's a comp pick. What, what are we going to do with a comp pick? I mean, you that's, that's, that's money, man. Getting comp picks are huge. Adding players, look at this team. Our first four picks in the draft are all big-time contributors to this team. Jamin Davis, Sam Cosme is our starting right tackle. Benjamin St. Juice is our starting corner. Fourth-round pick was... Um, Cosme. No, no, no. He was our second-round pick. I was second-round pick. We had, Diami, we had, we Diami, had two third-round picks. Diami Brown is our second wide receiver. Yeah. Our two third-round picks. Jamin yeah. Davis, we didn't hear his name once the entire game. Yeah. When did you hear Jamin Davis's name? No, Look, no, but I'm saying he's supposed to contribute. That guy's supposed to be what, what, in the What's his jersey number? I don't even know what his jersey yeah, number was is. Was it 52? 52? Yeah. I, I just, I was looking for him like crazy, and all I saw was Cole Holcomb and yeah. John Bostic. I don't yeah. even remember seeing uh, like him in the frame. He's no. just running around right now. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he <laughs> right didn't. now he doesn't know what he's doing. Give him some time, man. Give him some time. I you mean, know I hated the pick. I said it on the podcast. I didn't. He was one of the guys I did not want. Um, who did you Who did you want at nineteen? Oh man, now it's. It was too... the other linebacker. The. Uh, oh yeah, um, who? Uh, Florida State guy. That he had an he had an African name, right? African last name. Oh, from Notre Dame. What's his name? He's yeah. an outside outside linebacker. Yeah, I but don't didn't remember. he have like heart heart issues? Yeah, there was something that popped up in the um, yeah pre-draft, but yeah. Um, what what else is there to talk about before we talk about the Giants? I uh, for my takeaway, yeah, defense, yeah, Taylor Heineke. Um, maybe uh, there's a couple small things like Dustin Hopkins, three out of four kicks, great. I think kicking that field goal at the end of the um half was was huge for him but i mean 51 yard field goal i i still like the guy cannot be 50 50 on these yeah on these I agree kicks like i agree beyond 45 yards we can't trust this guy yeah and you're watching that monday night game and justin tucker kicks a 47 yard field goal like it's nothing like he's sleeping then yeah, they, yeah. the raiders go down and daniel carlson kicks a 55 yarder as time is pretty much expiring like it's just sad to not have a kicker that you can really depend on. Um, right. But everything else, look, DeAndre Carter? He, yeah. He got us some good field position from time to time. Trust Way had some good punts. Like, special teams was was not bad. And credit the defense. They pretty much dominated the run attack. There were a lot of second and longs. A lot of second and longs. And I don't think that that's going to be uncommon going forward. It's just they got to tighten up on third down. 
Like, they cannot be caught off guard. There were a couple plays where they snapped it quick um, and got us, but... Well, here and there, because there were a couple third and shorts. There were a couple, like, third and under sevens. Yeah, I mean, third and and under sevens. I mean, only one real third and short came to mind, and that was the Justin Herbert sneak. The other ones were not... Yeah, but see... What what you were saying be before was they were getting the ball out quick. Then to counter that as a secondary, you play press coverage. You right. play bump coverage exactly. But they exactly. weren't doing that. They was they, they were lagging off. Like if you know yeah. that 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 uh, that's what they want to do, you know that they're trying to uh, to 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 stifle the pass rush. You play press press coverage. So yeah. so so you take away the slants and you take away the um, you know the uh, the uh, catch and runs. Yeah, this is this is uh, a Jack Del Rio coach that should know this. I was I was watching the game and I was like, why don't you just play press coverage? Yeah, that's a good point. That's actually a really good point. I mean, the adjustment just didn't seem to be there. Um, Yeah, it's almost like they were playing scared of the run attack, which was like, why? Why are you still scared of that right now? You can see that they're just. Right. killing us in the air um but another thing to keep your eye out on um brandon scherf man like he missed some blocks in this game had that costly false start that kicked yeah. us back uh, a couple yards and that turned into a 51 yard field goal for dustin hopkins i mean that takes us up what uh 16 so we, we would have we would have cut the score to 2019 no, we were up. No, we were up. We were up sixteen thirteen when we, because we were driving. Yeah, yeah, right, we you're were right. You're right. And he it missed it. 19, I think it would have been nineteen thirteen. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Stupid. Yeah, that was, that, that was terrible. Brandon Scherf. I mean, it, not just that false start, but there were a couple missed blocks, um, for him. But I like the offensive line as a whole in the run attack. Like we. There's only six running backs in the entire NFL that had more yards than Gibson. <laughs> Gibson balled. He was he, yeah. he was our Gibson whole offense. But then he was he was after I feel after I felt after the um fumble, the fumble he was a little bit psychologically kind of got to him. That screen too, he missed the catch on a screen yeah. pass right yeah. after that fumble. Oh, I think he could have gone for a chunk with that. Really? Yeah. I for, I forgot that play. Yeah. But but I'm telling you that dude is a stud. But his second Jeez. fumble of the day, he was lucky on that first one. It just barely bounced out out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's got to tighten that up. He he seemed like on that f- actual fumble in our um, goal line, right at the our own backs against the goal. It mm. seemed like he was feeling himself a little bit because on the previous right. drive he was just having his way with that team. Yeah, yeah. And, but. Yeah. I'll tell you, but but that dude, I'm telling you, he's going to be like a Brian Westbrook type player. I, I first made the the comparison to Marshall Falk. Okay, I, I might have to pump my brakes on that. But but a Brian, if we get a Brian Westbrook in his prime type player, that's still an all that's still a Pro Bowl caliber. Yeah, this guy, this guy that's finds ways to make. Once he gets a ball in his hands, he finds ways to make people miss. And which the, I like. And the thing is, he's like what six three, right? He's a six three one, or he's yeah. like six two or something like that, because he's a play wideout. That's yeah. his position. Right. 
But the only thing is for for a wideout, that man hits the hole hard. Like literally, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a graphic I saw that no running back hit the hole harder in the entire NFL and quicker than Antonio Gibson. Mm. And he, he has just picked up this position. He was kind of that. So uh, he was from Memphis, right? That scat back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that linebacker was uh, Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa. Yes. There you go. That's from Do you know what team he's on? He's on Cleveland. Cleveland right? Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he starting for them? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so because oh. his name hasn't really come up. He was a, he dropped to the second round, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um. He but was I mean, taking one pick after. One pick after who? Samuel Cosme. Oh, wow. Oh, really? My goodness. So we, we passed him up in the twice. first and second Jeez. round. But, but we didn't need him. Yeah, after at that point. Him. Yeah, but that means that, you know, he was just graded really low. Yeah. I mean, uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, 20 carries, 90 yards, 4.5 yards per carry yeah that's crazy and for his the career only, the, he's averaged 4.7 yards per carry geez. i mean it's it's only been two seasons but still i don't want to say it right now but the way he runs and um he did come up a little gimpy with the shoulder he was on the injury report monday I don't know if I'd be surprised if we see undrafted quarterback, undrafted running back with Jarrett Patterson on this Dang, team. That's starting. fine, man. Jarrett Patterson can play. Jarrett right? Patterson Wait, can Gibson play. Gibson is on the injury report? He was on the injury report on Monday. I mean, we didn't practice Monday because we are we have a game on Thursday, so it's not real. It's kind of like he would have not practiced because he did have that shoulder stinger. But yeah, but then it also did say that he was bumped up to full participation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it was like one of those yeah. minor, yeah. minor things. But know. physical guy, he's not. He doesn't Blue look shoulder. like a wide receiver that's running the football. Um, so I'm a little nervous about that. But uh, he was our entire offense basically that game. That dude's a beast, yeah. man. Straight beast, and he was a third round pick. That's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say, man. How do these studs get passed over and over and over for or on? Yeah. That's cr- I mean, I mean, we've done that many times, too. Yeah, that's true. Good <laughs> point. <laughs> it's uh, Good so point. hard. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my any gosh. possible shot. We talked about Cam Newton, but we didn't talk about this. So he was the best quarterback in 2011. The best quarterback in 2012 was a man by the name of Robert Griffin III, who has been... <laughs> Hashtag make the call. Who, who said, make the call. So that's your boy. Any chance? Man, don't, don't even start. <laughs> well, so you're not, you're not all in for season 10? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all in for season 10. Uh, RG3 just deflecting from his Jameis. Did you see his Jameis Winston meme tweet? Yeah, with the crab crab legs. legs. Yeah, he got flamed on Twitter for that. I know. Yeah, he's a smart guy though. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for that. I mean, he's just embarrassing himself now. I know, poor guy. You know, when you have to post a a video of you from back in 2012. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was one of his one of the most historic runs in in DC. Oh yeah. But probably NFL. I mean, it's just so embarrassing. I just feel bad for him. You know. No, you know what? I I used to feel bad for him, Neil. I did. But this is self-inflicted. 
It's self-inflicted. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to learn how to pass from the pocket. Uh, he he was just a gimmick from the start, and we and we got by for a year with them, and it was it was an amazing year. But he he was a gimmick, and then he tried to blame the coach. He, he was yeah. Yeah. He was just a kid. Yeah. He didn't. He, he was just a very immature kid. Yeah. Well, I but still make, well as, uh, still make still the call. Still make the call. He should just make the call anyway. He's a college football analyst now. He's doing his thing. I feel good. To, yeah. Feel happy for him. But mm, we're not I, making that call. How do you there. feel? Uh, how do you feel we're gonna fare against the Giants on Thursday night? Yeah, I think we're gonna lay the smackdown on the Giants. I think we're gonna come come out angry. I think we can come out a little pissed off. Night game, like the fans are back in the stands. I know. I mean, I think this is the game the fans are actually showing up for. Like, I know yeah, that there were quite a, a so few. Empty, quiet. There were quite a few empty seats in that game, and there were a lot more Chargers fan, fans than there should have been. Right. <laughs> right. They came from your state, no, to like rep their squad. <laughs> yeah. Came all the way from the West Coast. I mean. It just, it's just, you know, uh, I think fans are just fed up with the, with the owner, which is a whole different can yeah, of worms. Different, but yeah. we, I mean, we, the fans have to kind of come out for, for Thursday for Thursday night because if, and that's a, that's a problem. The NFC East, whenever they have games against us, they always bring out their fans to FedEx. Yeah. The Giants, the Cowboys, and the, the Eagles. And the Giants are only like the, a four-hour drive. The crowd is filled with the posing jerseys. Yeah. 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 It's a four-hour drive. That's it. The, yeah. thing, the thing is, like, how many games come to mind that we have dominated in the last two years? Like, <laughs> like I want to say we're going to dominate a team, but I just can't even remember the last time. I, I went back and I looked at it. Sure, last year against the Cowboys, we just punished them both games, right? But that yeah, was, again, was against Andy Dalton. and like yeah. they, they just didn't have their starting quarterback. We won 10. We had uh, we beat the Eagles game one by 10 points, but it wasn't a dominating performance, right? Like The last time I think we dominated a team was like 2018 against the Packers. With Kirk Cousin, oh, or was yeah. it? Or was that Alex oh. Smith? That was Alex that was Smith. Alex, Alex Smith balled in that game. Yeah, I remember that game. And he Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. We just we killed him that game. Like that was the yeah. last time that we really took it to a team that had their starting quarterback in there. So I don't. And you have... know what? And Daniel Jones is six and zero against us. Just a just just six, to point six it or out. five. Yes, yeah, something like that. He's six and he's came out nineteen, right? Yeah, but did he play? Oh, he's sorry. He's four and zero against us. My fault. Yeah, four and zero. Four and zero. Okay. Yeah, They're undefeated against us for sure. Um, this is going to be the real test of the defense. If the defense yeah. cannot stop this Giants offense, that's yeah. going to be their that's offense, going to be telling for the rest of the season. Their offensive line is already terrible going into the season. They're mis- they're probably going to be missing their starting left guard for this yeah. Thursday night game. Hopefully, I mean, I don't want to say hopefully, but Evan Ingram didn't play week one. Saquon is still not back completely. This mm-hmm. 100% needs to be a game we dominate. We have right. to give it Like, going. we can't just win this game. And I'm be, we'll yeah. all be happy with the win. There's no doubt about it. But we got to really make a statement on this through game. The first, through the first month of the season, we have to be 2-2. Two and two. 
Yeah. Who do we got yeah. week four? After after uh, the Giants, we play Buffalo. No, no, no. Yeah, uh-huh. and then we go. Then we then we go to, then we come down to Georgia. Oh yeah, the Atlanta game, and then New Orleans and Kansas City and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to. I mean, like 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 you were saying, B. We need to be five hundred before that five game stretch, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. This is this absolutely is the time that the to take it to the Giants. We need to bury them. Huh? Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. That team has I, I we talked about it at the preseason podcast. This team has a lot of potential to just implode. Cuz that coach but, but they also have a lot of potential to really ball too, man. They have so many weapons. No, no, their offensive line, I agree with you. And Danny Dimes, you never know, but if he can just just um be a game manager. Look at all those weapons he has. Yeah. Saquon. They they drafted who did, who did they draft? Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Deep ball guy. And they have Evan Slayton. Ingram, Slayton, yeah. Shepard, Kenny Galladay. Kenny yeah, they got a lot of talent. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And their defense also has some some playmakers there too. What's the D tackle, Leonard? Who do they lose to on Sunday? They lost to they lost to Bron- uh, Broncos to Denver. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> At home, by the What's way. His What's his so, name? The defensive. Denver's game. defense is good, though. They're good yeah. defense. But they, yeah. he lost. They lost to, to Bridgewater. Bridgewater is he's, he's decent. serviceable. Yeah, and what? How many points did they end up putting up? Like thir- just thirteen points, right? Yeah, their defense is just too sick. Leonard Williams, that's his name. Yeah, mm-hmm. Leonard Williams is a beast. They got James Bradbury, who's a has potential to be a shutdown corner. But um, no, this is a game we absolutely need to win. I mean, across the board, I don't even need to ask. Right? We all think we're going to win this game. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and I'm going to say about maybe like twenty-seven sixteen. Say twenty-seven. Okay. And let's not forget about Saquon. This guy, you never know. This could be the game he turns it on. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what I'm gonna do, man. If 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 I'm Jack Del Rio, I'm gonna stack the line, and bring the heat. And play eight in, eight in the box and make, Danny Dimes beat us with his arm. I'm gonna make that and dare him to beat us. The thing is, though, we we shouldn't have to do that. Our defensive line against that offensive line should be able to do it by themselves. But we need we to just it, let Chase Young, Montez Sweat do their thing. They need to get to the quarterback. They need to get to Danny Dimes. Make him fumble. That's what he does all the time. He fumbles the ball. You need to get the pressure um, on the edges and you and cover these receivers. These, these receivers are good. They're really yeah. good. So but we see, need our I, secondary to sit back. We need the extra coverage. If our defensive four is, you know, with the names that we have, you've got to get pressure on this quarterback, especially with that offensive line. But are we more concerned with um, with Barkley beating us, or Daniel or Danny Dimes beating us? Yeah, because but Barkley, if we're more con- he's still, you know, he's still. I don't think he's the Saquon from two years ago. So I still think that Daniel Jones right now is the guy you need to get to. Well, that's why we bring the heat, though, right? Don't yeah, you but we shouldn't more? need to. We should be able to do it with our front four. I mean, I we're think good I enough. think. We're good, think, especially think, against that offensive line. They they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. 
That's see, you see, saw what Denver did to their line, and how many times uh, Daniel Jones was pressured and ended up having to scramble. Yeah, this is why bad. I think we. This is why I think we should bring the heat though, because if we get him rattled, if we get him rattled, and he feels a lot of pressure, uh, play play in and play out when they're on offense, he's going to be due to force some things and throw throw some bad, bad bad picks to us. Yeah, and fumble, fumbles is his problem, right? And I'm saying if we right. get, if we bring the heat on him and we can we clock him, that dude's bound for a turnover. Yeah, one, two, or three. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really good feeling to actually have a Thursday game after a disappointing week one, because uh, you do want to see what is this team really made of, and I think we are much better than the game turned out last week and i think that i think the los angeles chargers are for real like these two los angeles teams the the super bowl is in sofi stadium this year like <laughs> well there's got to be a that. prop bet that somebody would be willing to take these two teams it, it, from los angeles could be the two best in the league whoa whoa no they're not better than tampa bay they're not yeah, better than kansas now. city did you come see on, the rams dude. I mean, I know it yeah. was against the Bears. They but played against the Bears. Yeah, I know it was against with, the Bears. With, with Andy still. Dalton. Come on now. Dude, this Rams team. And the Chargers are I mean, not better than the Chiefs. Come on, B. Yeah. He, he's, he's a, I mean, did it's you a see stretch. what the Chiefs did this was, I know. This Sunday? But why did the Chiefs? Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. But, I mean, the Chiefs Kelsey. were basically down. In, I mean, they were going to lose that game, right? It's I mean, that yeah, throw to I mean, Tyreek. I mean, like the Browns are no slouch either, though. They played against yeah. a really good team. Yeah, it's they a pretty play, good team, they play, too. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. I just wonder. I mean, the, the Chargers do play Dallas this week. Dallas Let's is go. defense. Let's go Oof. both. Let's go. I think yeah, the Chargers are going to show you something this week. And they're playing at home, too. Highest scoring game of the week, I predict. Uh, no, possible. Ch- Chargers and Cowboys. So that'll be, that'll be fun for sure. Let's... uh. I did want to mention just really quick one thing, because and and this is going to be the dumbest thing, and someone's going to laugh at this for sure. But I have a question: Have you seen a white quarterback with tattoos? <laughs> like I was, I was trying to look at it, and I think there's there's something that adds to this man's Wait, appeal. You mean like visible? Yeah, there's. <laughs> I was trying to think what what additionally adds to this guy Taylor Heineke's appeal, and I think his arm sleeve tattoos really like pop for some reason for me like it just adds to his swagger for some reason his his whole left arm is full of tattoos his dad passed away 2011 if you didn't know um when he was still in college and oh yeah yeah he i i I think he uh he touched on that i'm telling you if taylor heineke ends up being a thing uh, like in this league Minshew mania was crazy like i think he has potential to be like a somewhat national star because of his story and the way he plays the game. Like, I think, all there, I'm saying I think there's is, potential for all that. All I'm saying is peop, the players love to play with them. Yeah, but just think and about it. I mean, even if you're listening to this podcast, I would be interested to just... Name a, name a white quarterback with that tattoos. Sleeves. With the and sleeve tattoo. Actually, like, visible? Yeah, I don't know. Visible Look, tattoos. Like, I was going through all the quarterbacks in the league, and I can't think of a single one that has, a, has tattoos that are visible like that. See... I don't know if this word is is best to describe white quarterbacks, okay? And so I'm, I'm going to really try to choose my words carefully. 
Oh no! <laughs> Are you generalizing? I'm just making a comment on there. On, no, I'm uh, just saying, like, like white quarterbacks don't. They're more. Um, I'm a hundred percent. Is preppy a word to use? I don't know what that means. Preppy, you know, they're kind of preppy. They're not like they're not. They don't have. Like, they don't have an edge to them. They, there's yeah, they don't have like like they don't have like swagger, a, a wide receiver type of persona, or a cornerback, or generally, but you know, yeah, general. I mean, name another. I mean, B brings up a, B brings up uh, brings up a weird point, but a good point. <laughs> name another white quarterback that had a sleeve or any other sort of tattoo. I can't. Yeah, I, because I mean, their persona is not that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the, the, the closest that comes to mind is probably Brett Favre, who you would think would have something. Where he would like have that. a tattoo sitting. <laughs> hiding yeah, somewhere. like like Brett Favre, you know, he had that, you know, type of. But even he, and even I'm he sure did. there are like backup quarterbacks. Like I think Will Greer. I think if I'm if I remember correctly, Will Greer has tattoos, and like there's a couple backup quarterbacks there for sure. Yeah. But starting quarterbacks, <laughs> you just can't find many. This is something that I just was thinking about with Tyler Taylor Hennig because he's he's small, he's undersized, he's athletic, he's um he's got the tattoos, he's got the swagger, like the the mentality. You even talked about it in your in in our group thread some that he's got like uh, a a kind of never say die mentality. Mm-hmm. Like and, and yeah, he, he's a competitive dude. He's man. a competitive he's a dude. Competitive dude. Yeah, he he doesn't very he does not fold at all. Very intriguing character that really came onto the scene in the playoff game, and I think that people won't forget if he continues to play well. Like I think there there's potential there, and and let alone like the fantasy football community drives a lot of the discussion in football today, and I think Taylor Heineke being able to get yards with his legs, he's going to be a a pickup, a waiver wire pickup for a lot of. A lot of fantasy uh, players. Wow. Yeah. Really? I, I 100% believe so. So. Well, in, in Heine, we trust now. Yeah, exactly. Let's, you want to do a quick, go, quick trivia as we end? I feel like we've done this before, but it's worth reiterating. Can you name the nine starting quarterbacks <laughs> since Kirk Cousins? Cause, wow. Because Taylor Heineke is starting okay. his first game oh, for the Washington football. I mean, going forward. No, I mean, yeah, since yeah. since Kirk Cousins, um, we've had nine yeah. quarterbacks that have started regular season games, and this is this is technically Taylor Heineke's first regular season start for us. Okay, Alex, um, um, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, yes, Dwayne Haskins. Let's go, let's go year by year. Alex Smith, Colt McCoy. We had four quarterbacks in 2018. Kyle, Josh, Kyle Allen, Josh Johnson, Josh Johnson. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Okay. That's four for, from 2018. Okay. 19 was Haskins. Yeah. I already said Haskins, though. That's five. So uh, Ryan I've, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I've heard eight. I've heard eight. Oh, really? Because you said, you said Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. We're missing one. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 19 was Haskins. 
We say we said we said Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Fit Fitzy. Yeah, you got Fitzpatrick. <clears throat> Hold on, man. We, we've a hundred percent done this trivia before, by the way. But it's just so it's just. <clears throat> I guess I'm re I'm bringing it up again because it's Taylor Heineke's first start. So might as well talk about it. And and by the way, as you're thinking about this, this is Terry McLaurin has been through ten Oh, Alex Smith. No. You already said Alex Smith. We said Alex Terry Smith. Terry McLaurin has been through ten quarterback changes in his career. Like the man was drafted just a couple years ago. Two thousand nineteen. So he has that's on average that's every three games he's changing quarterbacks. And this man has still put together two really good seasons. That's insane, man. And is Hold potentially on, like a top 12 wide receiver in the NFL right now. Ooh, you're missing, man. Yeah. What year was it? No, I'm not no, going to no, tell no, you. No, you only have a couple of years to work with. This is always satisfying for me. I know. Because I think it's hit the one minute mark on the trivia question. So, Kyle Allen. Hold on. Hold on. Podcast listeners are yelling. How many, how many, uh, how many games did he play? Start. Uh, significant. No, no, no. Be, 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 be. Don't, don't give us it. We, no, we just, just how many games? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Uh, uh, dang. I'm trying to think. I can't, can't remember the last one. Poor guy. He's been forgotten twice on this podcast. Hold on, hold on. Did this happened last time? Yeah, too? I'm almost certain this happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> It's most satisfying that for the memory that some has that he cannot remember this yeah. man. <laughs> uh, dang it. I think he started... It's possible he started like a couple, quite a few games. All right, I'm giving the answer. All right. I think he started eight games. I think he did. His name is Case Keenum. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> How did we forget Case Keenum? Case Keenum. Of course. Yes. Uh. <laughs> oh the gosh. ever forgotten man on this podcast. Case Keenum. Have we yeah. ever gotten like have we ever gotten one in the in our four years of doing this? You have. Yeah, yeah you've gotten a couple actually. It's less than five, but you have gotten a couple. <laughs> Yo. No, I think we've got at least five. <laughs> I'll have to go back and check that. But <laughs> all right, folks. So um, that's the end of this week's podcast. All Washington football team this week. I'm glad to have a game coming up very soon. Um, when you're listening to, to this on Wednesday, we'll just be less than 48 hours away from kickoff of of week two. So we thank you all for listening. As always, this is Shut Your Face signing off. Peace. Deuces. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.